So here we are again, Rachel. We've been gone for a while. We missed one week. It seems like more. <laughs> well, I think in the in the realm of recording, sometimes we record a bunch and then we aren't around for a while and then we record a bunch. But in terms of the listeners, we skipped one week and we're back. All of a sudden we're back. And there were very good reasons for skipping a week besides Man. besides the number of concerts that we had. We had three sold out shows in a row, which is unusual for the Opera House. It was a blast. This and weekend was the best. It was a blast. They were great shows, three great shows. And in addition to that, the uh, the mailings and the the uh, postings for the new season went out. Yeah, we we decided to just do it all in one week. So Wednesday, um, the eleventh, our new season went on sale, which we're going to talk about in just a second. Thursday, the twelfth, we had Roger McGuinn from the Birds, um, which has was sold out and amazing. And to have a legend like that tell his stories on our stage is remarkable. Um, it really was, even to a jaded person like me. <laughs> I, I loved it. You know, you don't you don't often meet people who know Bob Dylan and Joni Mitchell and all of those Greenwich Village artists, those folk artists from that era. And like, we've gotten the the privilege of getting to know a couple of them. Yes. So, you know, and Roger, I I, I don't want to give away his stories because those are for. Him and the folks who were at the concert, that's the that's the uh, the special thing about being at the concert is you're the only one that gets to hear that stuff. But he was a hoot, and watching him and his wife work together before the show was a special treat. I think um, that's something that we that work here get to see and, and appreciate, and I certainly did appreciate how they have just been doing this for 43 years. They've been married for 43 years, and... Their working relationship was really interesting to watch. And I th uh, hashtag relationship goals, I got to say. I was like, <laughs> you guys figured it out. <laughs> She's an integral part of the performance from top to bottom. I loved her. I loved her. And I loved him and the audience loved them. So, yeah, that was, that was Thursday. And then Friday, Saturday, we had Paul Thorne, which that show we've been waiting two years to put on. It, like... I don't I don't even think I have the words to describe how good it felt to finally do that and how like over prepared we've been to have that show. Um it was well you were there. It was special. It was great. The audience was like so excited to be there after 2 years of waiting and the band was too. Those guys are great. Yeah, they're a bunch of good guys. They like they like Green Lake, they like Thrasher. So that felt good to to have to hear and and to see them again. So, yeah, that was the whirlwind of last week, um, and now we're on to the whirlwind of this week. But before we get to that, let's talk about our new season. Let's talk about the new season, because that was part of the whirlwind. <laughs> yeah. So, as always, we've got a variety of genres. We've got something, I hope, something for everybody. And we're shocked at how fast these tickets are selling for these shows already. I mean, it's been it's been a week, not even a week. They've been on sale and some shows are already, you know, half sold out. Isn't that incredible? That's a good problem to have. I feel like it's the, it's we haven't had that happen very often so quickly. So I, I guess this is the PSA. If you want to come to one of those shows, do it. So, yeah, we, we're starting off with Corky Siegel at the end of May. And then everything from the end of May till the end of the year 
is on sale. Um, let's see, what are the note? What are what ones stick out in my mind? All of them. Alley um, cats. Well, that's at the very end. The alley yeah, but cats. That's notable. They've been, <laughs> they've been away for a while too. They're one of our one of two holiday shows, um, and we'll be excited to bring them back. But over the summer, I would say Marsha Ball. That one is selling quickly. Um, she's blues, Texas style blues. We've had her before. It'll be good. Um, and so those tickets have been flying off the off the shelves, off the internet shelves. Their little electronic wings. Yeah. Um, Albert Cummings is another blues name that is going very quickly, and of course Max Weinberg. Um, he's coming in October, and the Max Weinberg jukebox. Yeah, that show was incredible. So. We had him in October. We're going to have him again this October. Coincidentally, October 22nd, the same exact date as he was here last time. What are the chances? It was. It's kind of weird, but um, it was one of my top shows to attend, just in the fact watching the, how much fun the audience had. Um, and working with an artist like Max Weinberg was super cool, too. So th- those three come to my mind. Like if you're If you have a thought that you might want to come, get those tickets now. But there's a lot of other incredible things. Um, some things that we're bringing for the first time, the suffers. I don't know if you've. Ever... I'm looking forward to that. Every like, literally every song I listen to, I'm like, get more excited about bringing them here. Yeah. And this, everybody in the office, you know, the first time they listened to them was like, dude, this is gonna be a cool show. Yeah, it'll it's, be a great show. And I'm, I think it's one of those shows that probably won't, it's not likely to sell out because not everybody knows that name but it's it's one of the ones where if you're in the audience you're going to look around and be like why didn't this sell out because this is a great group right. lots of horns um funk soul r&b um i don't know do you have any did i you... think people brothers band was a little bit of a warm-up for this in a way yeah they're not the same thing but in in a way yeah people brothers plus horns right like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, eight, eight people on stage. That's, yep. It's going to be a big sound. Very great music. It'll be good. Um, and there's a lot of other stuff, and we'll talk about it week to week as it comes up. But, but one of the things that was so exciting was releasing a season that was completely new. You know, for the past two years, there have been reschedules. There have been canceled shows. There have been not a lot of opportunity to book something like that hasn't been on our schedule before there have been low capacity shows there have been outdoor shows there's been all sorts of scrambling around trying to make the brand name remain relevant and active when it's difficult to do these things yeah which that i think we accomplished i think it mission was, accomplished as as someone who's not on staff i will say that the staff did a tremendous job <laughs> with that and i will also say that it was very fun to do you know figuring that stuff out maybe in the moment wasn't the most fun but all of the things we did were cool and some of them we're going to probably bring back because they were so cool and successful yeah. um but this season is is back to what we are would normally be doing and it feels really good it does <laughs> even this crazy weekend felt really good i i we all survived it, and at the end, we're smiling, and seeing the smile on the audience face is probably, you know, that's why we do it. That's why we do it. And after this big, crazy weekend, there's still another rapid turnaround because... We had uh, the choir concert on Monday. So, again, after two years of not having the Green Lake School Choir concert because of the pandemic, 
we welcomed that back on Monday night. The middle school choir and the high school choir got to perform on our stage once again um, with their new choir director, Mr. Bob Curley. And so we decided to sit down with Bob this week and get to know him a little bit better. He's new to our area, new to the school district, uh, but doing some really great things with the choir program. And so we wanted to introduce him to our Thrasher community. Well, let's hear from Bob. Rock on. Today, I am joined by Bob Curley, who is the new choir director at Green Lake Schools. Um, I say new, but you've been there for a year now, for a school year. Yes, this year, first year. Welcome. Welcome to Green Lake. (laughs) Welcome to the community. Um, I think naturally my first question is, what do you think so far? I like it. You know, it's... um it's a little stretch because I'm not just the choir director. I'm teaching the wee little ones, you know, kindergarten oh, through twelfth grade. Yeah, I got, um, you know, the classes of the little kids, kindergarten through fifth grade. Then I got a middle school choir, and then I've got a high school choir, and it's so far so good. the The choir program at Green Lake Schools is really strong. Um, I think it's grown so much since I've been in this community. I've been working in. Green Lake for probably close to seven years now, and it's been cool to watch it progress and watch it grow. Um, And so I'm excited to see where you're going to take it. What do you think, you know, the kids, how did they do with the transition with a new teacher this year and and any of the new things that you've incorporated? Well, you know, I, this is my first year teaching high school. Um, I've got a lot of experience with, you know, everybody up through um, middle school. Um, the high school was really fun, but the choir was smaller. You know, there's a lot of kids that um, um, were not in choir. Um, so, the, so the group is a little small, but it's really, really fun. In fact, today I had <laughs> literally like my best day of teaching with them. Oh, that's and it was awesome. Just, it was just a blast. And we have fun and we do music and we do concerts and it's awesome. Where did you, where did you come from? I don't... So... Full disclosure, I don't know anything about you, so this interview is like a real interview. I'm actually I'm asking these questions for yeah. the first time. So where? Well, are you, I where grew are you? up in Lancaster, Wisconsin. Oh, I so. know where that is. You do. I have a friend. Um, yes, her family lives in Lancaster, and I was just there last year. Who is it? I might know them. They're the Bobers. No, I don't know. They they were living in Mineral Point and then <laughs> okay. moved to. Lancaster. Yeah, I guess I don't know anybody. It's just such anymore. a small town, but yeah, I, have, I haven't been there for forty years, so. So where were you teaching before you um, came? Oh, man, I taught all over Dane County. I taught in Madison and Monona, Wanakee, Sun Prairie. So are you used to, you were used to bigger school districts. Yeah. Is Green Lake your smallest district. school district? Yes. Yeah. But largest class load because you're teaching all of the ages. Kind of, yeah. Um, you know, I don't think of it as far as, you know, number of students. Um the trick to this gig is really you got to wear a lot of different hats. Yeah. And you have a lot of different um, personalities, <laughs> you know, a lot of different needs. Um, and to be responsive to all those different groups can be challenging. But. Yeah, I'm sure your role with the little kids is much different than it is with the older kids. You know, with the older kids, you're like a mentor and a role model and, and a coach. And yeah. with the little kids, it's just more of like, let's keep you on Engaged and on task. <laughs> kind of, <laughs> but not exclusively, you know, right? Right, right. Yeah. Um, so you'll be having a choir concert here at yes. Thrasher. We're so excited about the return of the choir concerts to our space um, after a couple years off due to COVID. And um, 
it was it was awesome the other day when you came to your first concert at Thrasher when you came to Socks in the Frying Pan, right? And I could just see how excited you were. You were like picturing this choir concert in the space already. Yeah, I was um, really surprised at how cool it is here, you know. <laughs> and um, I was yeah, I was especially thinking, and not only spring, but you know those holiday concerts, you know. Yeah. Are just going to be really nice, and the place has a really nice glow to it during the holidays. I yeah. mean, it does all the time. It's got a nice ambiance, but there's just something special about a holiday concert at Thrasher. Yes. <laughs> um, so the the concert will be the high school students, and then also the middle school students. Yes. I think um, we've we've only ever had the high school, so I'm looking forward to adding the middle schoolers in and and seeing what they can bring, and. I have to really compliment the Green Lake School students. Every time we have them here, um, they're a really respectful group. And yeah, they are. I think some venues think about bringing a bunch of kids into their space, and they're like, oh, my God, that's <laughs> going to be awful. We love right? it. The yeah. more we can engage with, with um, the local school kids, the better. We try to do as much outreach as possible. And that's something I'm looking forward to working with you on as well, is, is doing some more artist-student engagement and, and building that program, too. We would love it. <laughs> it's a good year to get back to things like that too. Yeah. After being away from each other and isolated Absolutely. and distanced and all that stuff. I so. know. It feels it feels really good to be coming back. Yeah. Um the other story I want to tell or the other thing I want to talk about is the other day you came in to look at the space and talk about the concert and you saw our Steinway. And oh, yeah. you, you <laughs> did one of the things that I love when people do and it doesn't happen all that often. You were like, Can I play this? And then you did. <laughs> yeah. And I I kinda like being this audience of one when somebody's like, Can I check out this awesome piano? And yeah. then I just get to witness beautiful music and this spontaneity. Um so thank you for doing that. Sure. Um <laughs> and come back anytime. <laughs> yeah, I don't get my, many chances to play um oh, nice man. pianos like that. So that was great. It was really fun. I've I've had a couple of moments where people um, have done that, and then they're always really memorable. So that's on my list. Um, so you'll be coming to another concert here. You're coming to see Corky Siegel. Yes, he will play the Steinway. So you'll Great. get to see it in action, which will be which will be good. Um, and I'm sure you'll you and your wife will be at many more concerts here. We sure hope. Yeah, that's one of the things that I was really excited about when we moved here. I saw Thrasher, and I said. This looks like a cool venue. And then we went over <laughs> to Town Square and we started, you know, learning about the the opera house and everything. And then when I actually came on board to the school, I started asking people about it and they said, Yeah, we used to have concerts there and everything. So Well, naturally we want you to be here as much as possible. I mean, it only makes sense that yeah. musical people in our community need to be here. So I also am curious about your your personal background in music. Right. You know, obviously we talked, you played the Steinway, so you know how to play music. Yeah. Do you play piano regularly? Do you play other instruments? Are you in a band? Well, yeah. Yes to all of that? <laughs> yeah. Um, I started out as a guitar player when I was 10, listening to my brother's um, eight tracks and reel-to-reels. And kind of was influenced heavily by that music. I mean, there wasn't even an, an FM station in my town until, like, I was in middle school. We used to listen to WLS out of Chicago. <laughs> so um, took to guitar right away, started playing professionally when I was 14. Um, decided to be a music major my senior year of college and had to learn piano. So I started 
playing, oh, so, started so playing piano you... when I was 21. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was hard, you know, challenge. You're really good at it, though. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you get a lot of practice in the classroom. <laughs> but, um, and I've played in bands for a long time, um, but I have a new project with my wife, and um, my wife's name is Celine, and our friend Mike. Um, we have this band now called Curly and the Key. We're for real. We're playing. Oh, and cool. So we're looking for opportunities around here, you know, to just kind of play. And what do you? What kind of music do you play? We are. I would call ourselves a decade band, true variety, um, but things that you know can stand on their own acoustically. Okay. Um, everything from the Beatles to the '70s hits to, you know, more of the contemporary songs. So. Well, what a perfect place to talk about this. So yeah. anyone listening, if you're looking yes. for a band for something. Now you know. Yeah. Curly in the keys. That's right. <laughs> Curly in the key. Oh, in the key. Yeah, okay. in the key. Um, the other thing I've I've started asking out all my guests yeah. is, what's on your playlist this week? Tell me the name of a song or a band that people may not know that you're like, check them out. Hmm. I know. I'm always putting people on check the spot about out. it. Well, the song that um, is really on my mind a lot is um, a song that was featured in the movie, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Um, I'm a Man of Constant Sorrow. Oh, And yes. I think I think more people might know that one, but um, it's well, on my... Well, it doesn't matter. It, that, it doesn't have to be a song no one's heard of. It can be a right. version. And um, so the reason that that's on my mind is that we're doing it um, for our high school concert. Yeah. It's kind of a guy's feature. And um, we're going to um, ask... Jason's going to play... And his son um, is in the choir, too. And I've um, got some surprises with that song. So oh, we're really cool. doing some creative things with it. And um, kids are having a blast. So that, that's a song that's been on my mind. All right. Man of Constant Sorrow. Yeah. People, put it on your playlist. Yep. Listen the, to it, it, was, it was done by um, Allison Krause's band originally, oh, yes. um, Union Station. And just an amazing group. Um, in the movie, George Clooney fakes singing it. <laughs> so <laughs> George Clooney does not sing, but he looks like he does in the movie. So well, and a lot of folks have covered that over the years. Sure. It is a really, really great song, but but that version is is the classic. Yeah, it is. Until Green Lake School Choir does it, and it's going to be remade. Then it's the new classic. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> Well, awesome. I just I wanted to have you here um, and and introduce our community and our listeners to sure. to who you are and what you're doing for our community. Thanks for thanks for bringing yeah. music here. I appreciate it. I love Green Lake and a little bit of a transition coming from the city, but we're settling in. So. But hopefully a good transition. It is like you it know is. you can't get more beautiful than this peaceful little place. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Bob, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks.